When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. News Radio WHP 580. My name's Ken Matthews. And there's a lot of excitement in the air as uh, they're watching now as the, uh, the young liberal children sing proudly. Chuck Schumer just announced a new plan from the Democrats. A better deal for American families. I'm a little emotional. Just give me a second. There, of course, is uh, Nancy Pelosi there on the left. Wearing red. Congressman Maxine Waters with a impeach 45 shirt on. I got to tell you, when the Democrats do it, they do it up big. It's quite a celebration. And it's such a novel idea, too, to uh, provide better jobs. Who saw that coming? Who would have even thought that the innovation... See, this is the type of innovation that's going to turn the Democrats around. You you take better jobs and you throw in some free crap and then maybe uh, call your opponents racist. I'm telling you, you might be on the on the way to a <clears throat> comeback. Let's go to Ron on a cell phone. Ron, you're on WHP 580. Hey, Ken. How you doing? I'm feeling good all under. Uh, I knew that. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, thanks for the cup. Uh, you're welcome. I thought... I, I asked them if you were going to come and wash my, uh, you know, clean my bathroom or something. But now they said the cup is all I'm getting. <laughs> no, but I, I do hope your cup is runneth over. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this, I have two comments today. One is the these uh, fresh ideas, like Nancy Pelosi said, and these new innovative things. Would that be the same fresh ideas and new innovation they had for the last eight years under Obama that uh, you couldn't even get the economy back to the 2006 level. Well, if you uh, if you recall, Obama he he plucked the fresh ideas right from the lips of uh, FDR. So it's been fresh for a while. Oh, I thought it was Stalin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, don't we'll have to talk about FDR and Stalin another time. But there were enough Russians in FDR's administration that you had to wonder if it was communism at some point. Right. Oh, hey, the last thing I wanted to say, though, is that uh, I heard that Russia's uh, uh, numbers uh, of uh, view, uh, not viewers, uh, what, uh, listeners, uh, increased after you sub sub for him. So oh, wow. You're 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 too nice. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, well, I heard you both times and you were very good. Well, thank you so much, Ron. I appreciate the call. I when Ron first said that, I, I didn't think he was saying rushes. I thought he was saying Russia's at first because we were talking about Russia and he brought up Rush, but he was referring to uh, the filling in for Rush. I guess a few people heard that.
Art was right. He said uh, more than 13 people will probably hear you, so you may want to prepare. And I'm glad Art gave me that advice because I tried to prepare for that. But let's get back to the uh, just the brilliant, innovative ideas. I mean, you know, this makes me want to walk down the hall here at the Harrisburg Broadcast Complex and just hug a liberal. You had control of Congress for part of that time. What took so long and why didn't it happen during the campaign? Well, I don't know why it didn't happen in the campaign. We all take blame, not any one person. But now we have spent a lot of time working on this, and it's going to really impress the American people. It is not going to be left or right. It is going to be totally focused on working people who realize, believe correctly, that the system is rigged against them and not helping them with all the changes, rapid changes, economic and social. And people ask, well, are you going to appeal to the Obama coalition, you know, uh, young people, LGBT people of color, or the Trump people, Democrats who voted for Trump, blue-collar voters. This will appeal to both. But I have a it different... will unify the Democratic Party. Wow, I'm sure it will, because those are some fresh ideas. Wow. That is fresh, Chuck. About as fresh as you are. And I'm going to start using uh, Patricia's name for Senator Chuck Schumer. Patricia, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hijack that name. Senator Chuckles Schumer, good stuff. I loved it. I'm going to use that. This is going to unify the Democrat Party. This is what is so entertaining now. It's entertaining about the media to listen to them talk about certain aspects of what's going on so out of proportion. And it's great to hear people like Chuck Schumer say, this is it, this plan it's, it's not just for the LGBT community. It's not just for someone who voted for Obama or whatever. It, it's, it's for everyone, George. It's for everyone. Because we are united on economic issues and a bold, sharp-edged message, platform, policy that talks about working people and how the system is rigged against them. Oh, my God. That's bold. It's sharp. What a clown. I can't believe they did this. I can't believe they did a focus group and tested some words, bold, sharp, rigged against them, system, government, working people, family. Uh, We'll take all those words and we'll uh, focus group them and we'll test them and research them and we'll take a poll. And then, Chuck, whatever you say, make sure you incorporate all that same crap into the message, okay? Kind of like FDR-ish, you know what I mean? All right, run with it, Chuck is going to resonate, and this is the first time we're going to have it, and our party's going to be unified. It's the first time they're going to have it. (laughs) It's going to resonate. It's the first time. I don't know about you, but I've never heard this bilge before. Have you? Oh, my gosh. It's like listening to Chuck cure cancer. That's how brilliant this man is. Let's listen more to Senator Chuckles. As you know, we've had a problem with wage stagnation. Oh, that's George. That's George the sellout. The guy who's an operative for Hillary Clinton, a donor of the Clinton Foundation, and yet ABC News pays him to be an anchor. What a gig that is. You talk about better wages. We had a problem with wage stagnation for the last 40 years. What can any piece of legislation do about that? Well, we have researched this thoroughly and talked to all different kinds of people. No, you didn't. You researched the terminology and the language to get your message right. You haven't had your butt out of a chair in years. 
Did you notice he said we talked to all kinds of people? What does that mean, Chuck? Are there, are there different kinds of people? Why don't you just talk to Americans? Why don't you just talk to working Americans? We talk to all kinds of people. We talk to a transgender on roller skates wearing a thong. Yeah, it, at the beach in California. We talk to everybody, George. And there are lots of things that we can do. And let me just say one more thing about... Oh, please. Please do, for God's sake. You know, Donald Trump campaigned sort of on this message. He was a... Yes, he did, and he won, you dingbat. Donald, you know, Donald Trump campaigned on this, and, 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 and yeah, and now look at us, George. Now we're doing it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So do you want to get this from... Yeah, mm-hmm. God. That was embarrassing. All of a sudden... It's so funny because Donald Trump truthfully campaigned on the system being rigged. And Bernie Sanders learned it was rigged. Donald Trump learned it was rigged. Donald Trump learned that the media was rigged. And now along comes Chuck Schumer with the Democrats. Hey, everybody, the system's rigged. We're going to help you. Your call's coming up. News Radio WHP 580. You can email me, Ken Matthews, at WHP580.com. Follow me on Twitter and Facebook. I really appreciate it. And, of course, the iHeartRadio app. Now, the iHeartRadio app, you can download it. It's free. You can listen to it anywhere. It is an amazing world. It opens up everything to you. Your favorite everything. If it has to do with radio, it's on the iHeartRadio app. And you can set it to your own pace, your own order, your own format, if you like to listen to, uh, to Glenn Beck at a certain time, you can set it up that way. If you like to listen to RJ at a certain time, you can set it up that way. And you can take us all with you on News Radio WHP 580, the iHeartRadio app. It's going to change your life. couple things. Uh, Art Selby and I were just discussing <clears throat> the New York Times article that actually made it into print, Art uh, Art caught it on Fox, and it was also on Rush. And I was just thinking of it. What man, what man with any sense of de- decency or pride or anything would even bring this issue up? This was a black guy who implied that white women on cell phones are racially targeting him by not letting him pass on the sidewalks of New York City. Now, I don't live in New York City, but I frequent it. And I'm just an out-of-shape white guy. And there are days that no one lets me pass. (laughs) That's New York City. You got a jockey for position. I'm not saying you have to use elbows and bite, but you got a jockey for position. If you're in the the tunnel going from 42nd Street over to Port Authority after you got off at the Times Square subway. Um, It's not like a, a certain path just for you. It's thousands of people trying to get to one place at one time. That is New York. Now, sometimes it's actually pleasant. It's relaxing. It's enjoyable. If it's not pouring rain or sleeting. But this is a man who... Obviously, I guess he thought he can play the race card. Um, When does it end? 
the Democrats and the liberals have become parodies of themselves. You, even though Saturday Night Live, well, they've done it a few times, actually. In their defense, Saturday Night Live has taken a couple good pokes at liberal guys, which have been very entertaining. I don't know if you saw the one skit they did. It was pretty funny about six months ago. But now this is becoming a caricature of itself. It's becoming a punchline. It, you don't, in other words, Stephen Colbert takes himself so seriously, he's no longer funny. He's angry, he's bitter, he's vulgar, he's mean. And that is starting to take over all of the left. Anger, bitter, angry, bitter, vulgar, poor loser, mean. And they're starting to believe some of this tripe that gets printed. Like, yeah, like in New York, the white women, they're like on cell phones. They don't move out for anybody. Look, I would argue, depending on the woman's position of power, she may not want to move out of the way for anybody. And then after her, a guy might pass, and he may not want to do it. That's life. That's the human salad of life. It isn't based on color. It's based on how you were raised. It's based on power structure. So here is a black writer who actually believed the only way he wasn't able to get by in a crowded sidewalk is because white people wouldn't let him. Are you out of your mind? This guy's out of his mind. I could go to 10 different blocks in New York and have 10 different experiences getting through the crowd. None of them negative, none of them violent. But sometimes you have to work a little harder. And I did say none of them negative. I mean, it's not when you see the masses moving, everybody should be moving. Everybody should be paying attention. You're always going to have someone that doesn't think they have to. When you get off the subway, there's always going to be somebody, somebody on the subway landing who does not move. They're just going to stop soon as they go off the train. They're going to start talking on their phone. And you're going to be like, what are you doing? There's 13,000 people passing you. This guy chose to wrote about, write about it. And he, in true liberal snowflake fashion, wanted to turn it into a racist attack. And that's so sad. I, instead of spending time on that, I wish he would have spent time on this. Joseph Rago, Pulitzer Prize winning Wall Street Journal reporter, 34 years old. You may remember Mr. Rago. He wrote a lot. He was an editorial writer. He is a graduate of Dartmouth College. He started with the newspaper a dozen years ago. He worked his way up started as an intern, and ended up winning the Pulitzer Prize for editorials on Wall Street, the Wall Street Journal. He was found dead over the weekend in his apartment. That's all we know. We just know that a healthy 34-year-old that wrote anti-Obamacare editorials was found dead. But let's get back to how I've been discriminated against. Because I'm walking down the street, and these really attractive women with their cell phones, they don't even acknowledge me. God.
What an embarrassment. It's not just my grandfather spinning in his grave. Everybody in their grave is spinning. Whether they know my grandpa or not, they're spinning. They want to reach out of the grave and grab one of these 29-year-old millennial whiner babies and say, what are you doing? You're embarrassing all men. Stop. Go home. Read a book. Do something. Get off your phone. You're an embarrassment. Can you imagine? I can't even fathom that. So the white women, they're coming down the sidewalk. And I almost got pushed into traffic by a white woman. Oh, my God. Damn white people. Man. If we only would have elected Hillary. I'm going to call my mom now. Have you been to the Capitol Blue Store at the Hampton Marketplace just off 81 Enola? You can't miss it. You could see it from the road. At the end of the Hampton Marketplace, you'll see the big Capitol Blue Store and the sign, the big glass corner, this beautiful area, this foyer in this lobby that you can go and sit down and relax. And while you're there, get something delicious to eat at the Healthy You Cafe, and you can visit the Capitol Blue Health and Wellness Center located right there for in-person service on any health insurance questions and needs. Here's the best part. No appointment necessary. So you're driving around during the day and maybe one of your appointments canceled and you're thinking, this is perfect. I can go to the Hampton Marketplace, the Capital Blue Store, ask all kinds of questions, get all kinds of great information, get a delicious, healthy lunch and get my free Wi-Fi and get all caught up. Oh, my gosh. This is a great country. The Capital Blue Store. Check them out. The Capital Blue Store dot com. I have to share this uh, this email from Barbara, who writes, Ken, it's, it's time to get a stiff putty knife and scrape Maxine Waters off the subfloor of the swamp. <laughs> I can't write this. Thank you for, for giving me material. This is too enjoyable. I didn't even think about that. I actually have a stiff putty knife. I'm about 35 years old. It was the first putty knife my dad ever gave me it was red devil remember that brand the red devil brand of putty knife anyway i digress as i often do especially toward the end of the show when i get giddy and punchy eric bowling on abc news uh you know he's from fox and he is the author of the book the swamp which i just ordered on amazon eric bowling from fox news had this to say what Donald Trump does, President Trump does, is he 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 moves forward. He moves the media. He moves the, the story forward. He stays in the news. I will tell you unequivocally, I spoke to him yesterday. He's very frustrated about Russia being the focus of everyone's conversations when uh, when it, he, he would like to focus on other things. He'd like to talk about other things. But it, it doesn't, the media never gets there. They sit, he sits down with the New York Times. What happens? They talk about Russia. But Eric, Russia. But Eric, but Eric, but Eric. Allow me, if, allow if, me if, just, just, to, just to finish this. Um, 
The Sessions thing is on his mind. When I spoke to him yesterday, he is concerned that, hey, uh, he appointed Jeff Sessions. He shook his hand and said, you're so, the attorney so general. Then, then how do you and, explain and, and Sarah Sanders? It, I want to move on to Roland. How do you explain Sarah Sanders coming out and saying the president has confidence in Jeff Sessions from talking to you, from talking to Maggie Haberman? He does not have confidence well, in Jeff Sessions. I didn't say he confidence. He's frustrated that had he known that Jeff was going to uh, recuse himself within you know, days of being appointed over a handshake on a receiving line in a, in a book event that he probably wouldn't be the attorney general. This is very simple for this president and his administration. If you want to stop hearing about Russia, stop lying. Stop changing stories. Actually tell the truth. As George said to Sarah, multiple stories. We have Donald Trump Jr. who changes his story from Saturday to Sunday, and it keeps Bro, changing changes his story. Roland Martin, to me, has no credibility because everything he just said is applicable to the Obama administration and to Hillary, whether it's Benghazi, Fast and Furious, any you pick a topic that the Democrats have been up to their neck in in the last eight years, and everything Roland Martin said was accurate. Stop telling a different story every day, Hillary. Stop telling a different story about Benghazi every day. Stop telling a different story about targeting the Tea Party groups every day. Stop telling a different story about the DNC. And it goes on and on and on. Your emails. Stop, stop twisting the story where Bill Clinton and Loretta Lynch met on the tarmac. That was beyond the pale. A former president of the United States meets with a sitting attorney general while his wife is being investigated by the FBI. What is that? What is that? So I am to believe Roland Martin, and I am to believe you, if you're a leftist listening and you're a journalist, I am to believe to believe you're more concerned about someone at a meeting with Jared Kushner when he was a private citizen, and they were a private citizen, and his dad was a private citizen at the time, I'm supposed to believe you're more concerned with that than the FBI investigating Hillary Clinton, the corrupt secretary of state and former senator, and her husband meeting with the, the sitting attorney general in private. You, got, you, you can't have it both ways. You can't all of a sudden get this attention to detail when you blew off detail since Kennedy. You can't have it both ways. And that's what's so funny about the journalism that's going on now. Well, I think we can get to the bottom of this, unless it hurts my narrative. Get to the bottom of you. you the national news media let us down so badly, not just with the election, but you, you let us down on the border. You let us down on the debt. You let us down on Obamacare. Yeah, you, the national news media. It was your job to tell us, the people, what the heck was going on. But because you were so obsessed with your own narrative happening, you didn't give us the information. We had to go out and get it ourselves. And in the process, you awakened the Trump voter. And I'm thrilled that you did. Because now there's no use for national news media. Let me ask you this. If every major news station went off the air between now and the weekend, if you went home and you turned on everything, but the only you couldn't get CNN, you couldn't get Fox, you couldn't get MSNBC, 
Do you think you'd be any worse for it? No. I would argue that they are few and far between your sources at this point. They're not my sources anymore. I mean, they're great sources for sound bites because I like entertainment. I like comedy. Some of the funniest stuff I have in my collection of audio bites is Maxine Waters speaking. That is on par with Richard Pryor, which, by the way, let me circle around to Richard Pryor, who probably was one of the greatest comedians that ever walked the earth and probably set the stage and the tone for hundreds of comedians. Just thought I'd say that. Huge fan of Richard Pryor. A very, there's a guy who his life was so bad. I mean, it was bad. It was worse than Ben Carson bad. It was worse than Clarence Thomas bad. It was worse than Jay-Z bad. It was bad. Richard Pryor just had the most horrific luck as a child. And he was able to turn it into something and joke about it. And uh, that said, I still don't know if he's funny as Maxine Waters. When she's trying to be serious. When Maxine Waters is chanting, In page 45! In page 45! She is, I'm telling you, she's almost as funny as Richard Pryor. Or when she starts yelling, He's not my president. He's not your president. He's nobody's president. I'm, I'm thinking this is good stuff. This is, this is like Eddie Murphy. This is like Richard Pryor. She's on a roll. I mean, I don't know if she should be in Congress, but she should certainly go to the comedy club or the comedy store or the comedy hole in the wall or the comedy outlet or whatever it's called, the comedy cave. Let's go to Rick on his cell phone. Rick, you're on WHP 580. Hey, Ken. A few weeks ago, I was watching a thing on the History Channel about the riots out there in L.A., and here's Maxine Walter all dressed up on top of a car right in front of the only building that wasn't burnt down which was a U.S. post office, yelling on a bullhorn, everybody's going to get a check. Everybody's going to get a check. Just be careful. (laughs) How does she know they're going to get a check? I saw a picture of that, so that's legit? Yeah, it is. She's on top of court yelling. Everybody's going to get a check. I believe you, Rick. I saw a picture of that, and I was wondering, what is she doing on the roof, and what is she saying? I never saw the the uh, audio clip. Is the video out there somewhere? Yes, it was on the History Channel thing the other week here, about the, a week ago, about the riots out in L.A. The only building they didn't burn down that area was the post office, so they'd get their darn checks. <laughs> Rick, thank you for calling. That is great stuff. I didn't know that. I remember seeing that picture. It was in one. It was in Newsweek or something years ago, and I remember because it stood out. She was dressed very nicely, and she should. She's loaded. She makes a ton of dough, and so does her husband. She makes crazy cash, Maxine Waters. In fact, uh, three years ago, she was voted among the top five most corrupt people in Congress, Maxine Waters. So you could see why a lot of liberals gravitate toward her. Because she truly is a role model on cashola. Getting some cashola in your bola. 800-724-5801. I'm Ken Matthews. Be right back.
If you or someone you care about is having trouble getting up and down the stairs in your home or apartment, the Stana Stairlift can change their life. You sit in the Stana Stairlift. It safely takes you up and down the steps. It's built. It's contoured to your steps. It's safe. It's reliable. It's affordable. The Stana Stairlift is the lift that lasts. The Stana Stairlift is exclusively distributed in central Pennsylvania by Butler Mobility Products with a veteran's discount. Learn more at butlermobility.com. And a reminder, you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter and WHP580.com. You can email me directly. I check my email often. Thank you so much for doing that. Ken Matthews at WHP580.com. Okay, the caller that just called Rick, I believe it was, uh, was referencing Maxine Waters in front of a post office with a bullhorn, dressed up, you know, in business attire during the riots in 1992. I have located that sound. I'm going to play it for you now. If you listen carefully, you'll hear the you'll hear the hum of law enforcement helicopters, the yelling of rioters, and you'll hear Maxine Waters talking to the masses. Kind of like a sermon on sermon on the mount, but it's a a sermon on the car top. There it is. Don't start any riot at this post office. Will you work with me? Now, what you did a couple a couple blocks ago when you pulled Reginald Denny out of the truck and beat him to death with a brick, that's your business. But if you want your check, don't make trouble for the post office because that's where the money's coming from. That has become the conduit so we can take money from millions of people around America and put it through this office in the little red, white, and blue truck and get it out to you, the Democrat voter. And we don't want that money train or the money faucet to turn off during the riot. I was just power paraphrasing there. But I must say, she looked nice. She looked like she was dressed for church. I remember the riots vividly. I was not there. I did have a close friend of mine that was there, and he covered it. And he said um, he never thought, he's about my age, he never thought he would see what he saw in 1992 in his lifetime. He thought, he told me he thought that was all like from the 60s and the 50s and stuff. And he said it was pretty. It was a pretty scary time. The tear gas, the gunshots, all that kind of stuff. He was covering it. 800-724-5801. You can use that tomorrow. We got a lot in the stack. I'll see you then. Thanks.